Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Imogen, and this is Girl Tales. Thank you, Imogen, for introducing us to the show. And thank you so much for taking a picture with me at the Girl Tales holiday party in December. Grown-ups, if you would like to stay up to date on in-person events in the future, you can follow us at Girl Tales on Instagram and TikTok, or follow my newsletter in our show notes. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, the host of Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Medusa Wants a Haircut. Enjoy! like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Medusa. Now I know what you're going to say. You mean Medusa the Gorgon with snakes for hair and a gaze that turns people to stone? Medusa the only mortal child of primordial thonic sea gods, four seas, and sea toe? Medusa, whose tail became widespread in archaic Greece, a period which lasted from about 800 to 480 BC? That Medusa? To which I say, yes, that one. Also, wow, your knowledge of Greek mythology is impressive. Color me intimidated. But 
I am here to tell you that Medusa is so much more than her well-known story, and so much more than the scary snakehead lady you see a lot in Halloween decorations. Because, as we've learned, there is always more than meets the eye to the residents of Freshwater. Take me, Rebecca, for example. I seem like I'm just a regular lady living in Freshwater who tells stories about all of my neighbors. But did you know I can also sing? Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? I first met Medusa this summer at Freshwater's used cassette tape store, Fresh Beats. Kids, if you don't know what cassette tapes are, ask your parents. And parents, if you don't know what cassette tapes are, um, just Google it, I guess. Anyway, it's an easy to miss hole in the wall shop off the beaten path. So I had never actually been in. And on this particular summer day, I was desperate to find Cher's self-titled 1966 album, Cher, on cassette because, well, I am a fanatic. When I entered the shop, my ears were assaulted by the loudest, most intense opera music I had ever heard. Hello? I shouted. Is anyone working here? Hello? Just as I was about to give up on my share hunt, the music lowered to a reasonable volume and I heard a voice from the back room. Oh, sorry. No one ever really comes in here, so... No, it's fine. Great taste in music you've got there, I replied. Swiftly, as if she'd been carried by wings, she emerged through the beaded curtains that separated us. She couldn't have been more than 15 years old, but she was dressed like an old Hollywood starlet afraid of sun exposure. Long black gloves covered her arms, cat-eye sunglasses masked her eyes, and a silk scarf hid all of her hair. As I admired her look, I could swear I saw her headscarf moving, as if her hair was alive. But I chalked it up to a hallucination brought on by the summer heat. Do you like opera? I could tell she was hoping to meet someone with taste as refined as hers, and I wished I could lie and say I did, but instead I replied, Not really, actually. I don't really get it, but I think it's cool that you do. Oh. Her shoulders fell a bit, and she continued, Yeah, most people say that, but you don't need to understand the words to get it. Like, I don't know Italian, but I get it. The intensity of it, the emotion, the pain, the betrayal, love, loss, the human experience. She spoke almost as if I wasn't there. Naturally, I was intrigued and had to know more about her. What's your name? I asked. Medusa, she said. Medusa? Wow, what a unique name. I'm Rebecca. I, I tell stories about all the amazing people in Freshwater, and I can already tell that you are a fascinating creature. So I'm wondering if... But before I could finish, she cut me off. How do you know I'm a creature? Her question sent a shiver down my spine. I, um, I, I don't, I stammered. I was just saying... That's a word I use often, but I should have chosen my words more carefully. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, okay. I just, I just try to keep a low profile because, well, I am a creature, technically. I'm a Gorgon. I see, I said, even though I wasn't sure what a Gorgon was. You don't know what a Gorgon is, do you? I do not. She let out a sigh and laid it out for me. Gorgons are monsters from the underworld. We have wings, scaly bronze skin, fangs, poisonous snakes for hair, and we can turn anyone to stone just by looking at them. Don't even have to make eye contact. Just a glance from a Gorgon and boom, you're stone. I only realized my mouth was hanging open because a fly flew into it. I knew I'd seen her headscarf move. I gulped and tried to cover my fear but my new friend Medusa could sense it. Don't worry, I've never done it. That's why I wear these sunglasses. Not even by accident? Like when you were a baby or something? I smirked at the entertaining thought of a Gorgon baby in cat eye sunglasses. Medusa let out a heavy sigh. (sighs) It's more complicated than that. So I wasn't born like this. Even though my parents are sea gods from the underworld and my two older sisters were born as immortal gorgons, I was just born a mortal girl. No magical powers, no scaly skin, nothing like that. I know, it's weird. But the underworld is full of weird. Anyway, for obvious reasons, I never quite fit in under there. So... Last year, I begged my parents to let me leave and have a normal teenager life. Go to school, have a summer job. She gestured to the dusty store around her. Get some vitamin D exposure on my mortal skin for once. I knew about fresh water thanks to my friends Persephone and Aphrodite. It sounded perfect. Because it is. Ah, I love it here. Medusa did not match my enthusiasm. Well, I don't, because moving to freshwater and trying to live a normal teen life is exactly what turned me into a totally not normal Gorgon. I was so confused, and she could tell. So there, in that rundown, hot, used cassette shop, Medusa told me how she went from girl to Gorgon. Last year, Medusa's parents allowed her to leave the underworld and start a new life in Freshwater. She enrolled at Freshwater Middle School and loved it. She made friends, she played in the sunshine. She felt as if she finally fit in. On the first day of summer, after graduating from the eighth grade, Medusa was at her first ever big kid party at the home of the most popular goddess in school, Athena. Everyone was having a great time until Athena's Greek god boyfriend Poseidon got way too hopped up on two whole liters of fresh Ola Cola and pushed Medusa into the pool. Medusa's fall made a big wet splash and who happened to be sitting right in the splash zone? Athena. Ah! Oh my gosh! Oh no, I'm so sorry. My hair! Medusa has ruined my hair! Athena bellowed. The entire party of Freshwater's almost freshmen went silent. Medusa tried desperately to explain. Athena, it wasn't my fault. Poseidon pushed me. But Athena, who has a temper, would not listen. 
Storm clouds formed above the party as Athena cried out. No mortal makes a mockery of Athena. You messed up my hair, so I'm going to mess up yours. Say goodbye to your locks, Medusa. It's time to meet your fate. Athena lifted her spear and her cup of diet fresh Ola Cola to the sky. Thunder cracked and flashes of lightning lit up the night. Medusa covered her eyes as she flew back from the mighty force of Athena's powers. The hissing next to her ears was the first thing that tipped her off. Then she heard the shrieks from her friends and classmates. Ah! She's got snakes on her hands! Medusa knew not to look around at the partygoers' faces. She was from a family of Gorgons and had seen the stony damage a glance could do. So she ran home with her hands over her eyes and has been hiding away as best she can ever since. Another fly <laughs> flew into my mouth, reminding me I had to get better at keeping it shut after hearing wild stories. Medusa reorganized a shelf of cassettes and concluded her story. So that's why I do not love it here in freshwater the way you do. I begged my parents to let me return to the underworld, but Greek gods aren't really into wishy-washiness. If they let you leave their world, tough luck if you wanna be let back in. So I'm stuck here for the rest of my Gorgon life. Just me and my snakes. As if they had heard her, the snakes below her headscarf started flailing about, this way and that, hissing wildly. Medusa snapped her fingers at them as if trying to tame a chihuahua. Ugh, hey, quit it up there, stop. They do this sometimes. In one rapid whoosh, her scarf fell to the ground and I saw her head of snakes with my own eyes. There were at least 50 of them, some bigger than others, of different shapes, sizes, and colors. Deep black, blood red, emerald green, neon yellow, vibrant orange, all swirled together as they writhed, withered, and wiggled. Their simultaneous hisses created one booming S sound, as if steam were quickly escaping from a punctured pipe. My eyes widened. This is why I keep them covered up and avoid people. You can't even look at me. Medusa spoke over the hissing as she rummaged through a drawer behind the register. Then she revealed a small vial of liquid. She opened its lid and held it up to her hissing hair. Soon the snakes settled one by one. Wow, I managed to utter. Was that some kind of magical potion? No, it's just lavender essential oil from the farmer's market. Oh, I felt a little silly. Well, I continued. I think they're kind of beautiful, to be honest. The snakes. It's neat. What? No. Dogs doing parlor tricks is neat. A cake decorated to look like something that isn't a cake is neat. My snakes aren't neat. They're slimy and creepy, and I'm sick of them. I just want to be normal again. I wish I had my old, regular hair hair back. I wish I had hair like yours. I mean, mine doesn't always look this good. 
I admitted. I just got a cut and blowout at Rapunzel Rapunzel. The moment the word cut left my lips, Medusa stood up straight. Her snakes rattled with excitement. A cut, she exclaimed. That's it. All I need is a haircut. A haircut and like, like a wig or something. I, I don't know. Where is Rapunzel Rapunzel? Do they take walk-ins? Um, I, I don't know, I started. Rebecca, you have no clue how hard it is to live like this. All, well, a few of my biggest problems could be solved if I could get these shedding, slithering slime balls off my head. I start high school in one week. If I could just show up on my first day looking as close to normal as possible, maybe I could, like, fit in again. Okay, Medusa. I'll tell you how to get to Rapunzel Rapunzel, but don't expect her to- You're not gonna tell me. You're gonna show me. I can't go in alone. Everyone will scream and run when they see me. You will be my human lady buffer. My wingwoman. Literally. Because we're flying. We're what? By the time I hit the interabang, we were out of fresh beats and sailing through the sky. We landed outside of Rapunzel Rapunzel moments later Whoa. as Medusa tied her headscarf. I steadied myself. Oh, gosh. Sorry for the turbulence. I'm still getting used to flying. Okay, ready? I swallowed, trying to hold in my lunch, and the seven more flies I swallowed on the flight over. I went my whole life never eating a fly, but on this day, I had nine. I stepped inside Rapunzel Rapunzel as Medusa trailed behind. The salon was full of fresh, freshwater faces. Mrs. Fezziwig sat in curlers beneath a dryer. Una Cliffwood was getting her hair dyed pink. Humpty Dumpty was enjoying a pedicure. Princess Cordelia was having her hair washed. Everyone greeted us with waves and smiles as they chit-chatted amongst themselves. Hello, everyone. Uh, uh, this is my friend. Medu Ugh. Medusa nudged me in the ribs and spoke to me through her teeth. Don't tell them who I am. Medufa, I finished. My new friend, Medufa. Hey, hi. what's up? Hey, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Rebecca! Rapunzel came out from the back sporting a fabulous pixie cut. Was there something wrong with your blowout? She asked. No, no, I love it, I replied. I'm not here for me, though. This is Medufa. Hi, um, I was just wondering, have you ever worked with difficult hair before? Medusa asked. Of course, dear. Straight hair, curly hair, wavy hair, fine hair, thick hair, dog hair, horse hair, enchanted hair, cursed hair, you name it. Cursed hair? Really? Medusa perked up. Sure thing. Nothing scares me. Let me see what you have under that scarf! Without warning, Rapunzel removed Medusa's scarf, revealing her squirming snakes. Everyone in the salon eeked and gasped. Rapunzel cried. That is not hair. Those are snakes. Yeah, I'm aware of that, lady. Please. Please, can you help me? I I know that they look scary and poisonous because 
They are, but I really want to cut these things off and experiment with uh, wigs. I'm so sorry. I simply can't. I'm a vegan. I, I just can't cut up a bunch of snakes. Rapunzel was not going to budge, but Medusa kept trying. Ugh, they're not real living snakes. They don't eat or anything. They're just cursed mythical head snakes. I simply cannot do it. I'm sorry. Now I'm going to kindly have to ask you to leave. You're scaring my customers, sweetie. I had never heard Rapunzel be so rude, but it was true. Her customers were pretty scared. Mrs. Fezziwig had completely passed out under the dryer. I turned to leave and noticed Medusa wasn't moving. But her snakes were. Every one of them stood straight up, rattling slowly, their gazes set on Rapunzel. Medusa's jaw clenched and her slick black eyebrows furrowed. Slowly, she reached for her sunglasses. I couldn't believe what she was about to do. Rapunzel cowered oh, no. in fear and covered her face with her arms. I leapt towards Medusa to try and stop her, but I, I didn't need to. Her arm fell against her side. Her snakes went back to being snaky. She hung her head and left the salon. I chased the lightning-fast Medusa down the sunny sidewalk and into a dark alleyway where she had ducked away. Medusa! Medusa, wait up! I found her crouched on the ground, her head in her hands, and her snakes limp around her face. I bent down next to her. It'll be all right, Medusa. I know it doesn't seem like it right now, but... I think it's a good thing Rapunzel didn't know how to cut snake hair. I love your snakes, and I think someday you might too. It's not just about my hair, she sniffled. She looked up and tears streamed out from under her sunglasses. I don't know where I belong. That was my shot at maybe being a sort of almost normal girl like I used to be. But I'm not anymore, and I never will be, ever again. I'm a Gorgon forever. And you saw me back there. I'm not even good at being one of those. I can't even turn a rude hairstylist into stone. My sisters would have done that in a heartbeat. If Freshwater isn't my home, and the underworld isn't my home, if I'm a monstrous creature, but I'm also a mortal with mortal feelings? What am I even? I let her cry it out and pondered the question myself. I can't answer that for you, Medusa, I said. But what I can tell you is what I think you are. I have only known you for one afternoon, and I think you are one of the most unique, interesting, intelligent teens in all of Freshwater. Gorgon, goddess, or human. Spare me the after-school special speech. <laughs> See? I laughed. You're sarcastic and quick. You're 15 years old, but you love operas. You snake charm with lavender oil. You sell used cassette tapes. You're passionate. You're empathetic. You are super duper stylish. And you can fly. Albeit wobbly flying, but still. Medusa, you are so cool. 
If you saw me on the street, you'd run away, she replied. Oh, contraire, Medusa. I would ask you where you got those cool vintage specks and whether or not you dye your brilliantly colored hair snakes. Not everyone is going to be frightened of you, Medusa, especially if you are comfortable with who you are. Come here. I helped her up off the ground and brought her to a cracked mirror leaning against a dumpster that freshwater sanitation had missed. She hesitated, not wanting to see her reflection. I bet if you tried hard enough, I nudged, you might see what I see. Medusa slowly turned towards the mirror and finally took a look. Her striking snakes puffed up and rattled for her, moving like elegant dancers around her baby face. She adjusted her glasses, moved her face from side to side. She even opened her mouth to look at her fangs. I guess I do look kind of. Go on. I nudged some more. Iconic. I tried not to jump for joy at such a perfectly chosen word. Iconic is exactly what you are, Medusa. You're lucky that you're not just a normal teen. No one wants to be normal. Okay, a lot of teenagers do, I guess, but, but that passes. Normal is boring, and thank heavens, or Underworlds, or Mount Olympus, or something, that you're not good at being a Gorgon. You were unfairly cursed against your will, but you still have too big of a heart to turn people to stone. Just because your outsides have changed does not mean your insides have. Medusa considered this as she looked into the broken mirror. That's not true. What she said surprised me. I thought I was kind of on a roll over here. She continued. My insights have changed. I'm stronger. And not like strong because I can curse people and fly. No, no. I know what you meant. Strength comes from enduring. And Medusa, you have endured. Another tear fell down from under her shades. But this time, and for the first time all day, Medusa was smiling, fangs and all. Epilogue. One week later, Medusa became a freshman at Freshwater High for magical teens with powers and stuff. She has kept the shades on for safety purposes, but lets her hair slither freely and uses her sharp teeth to help her classmates puncture straw holes in their milk cartons. She has found her crowd of people and she's happy. She even convinced the school drama teacher, Ms. Van Tassel, to put on an original opera she wrote about her life. Opening night is tonight and I can't wait to see her star in it. So things worked out for our Medusa in the end, all because she embraced her story, her uniqueness, and herself. Oh, and I did get my hands on a cassette of Cher's self-titled album, Cher. Medusa gave it to me for free. Score. That was Medusa Wants a Haircut by Delaney Yeager. 
Produced by Maria Wirtel. Performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Line produced by Harry Poster. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grown-ups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you. Thank you.